So, Cole. What's up? Favorite kind of bean? Bean? Yeah. A favorite kind of bean? Uh, a has-bean. <laughs> hit, that, hit that laugh track right there, editor. Should get uh, one. Fuck, that's a, that's a blindside of a question, honestly. And uh, in t- today's climate, I'm surprised you'd ask that, honestly, on air. How <laughs> dare you, first of all. See, I was thinking Mr. Bean. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, Either that or whatever the one is that they put in chili, because chili's pretty good. Oh, that's like uh, red kidney bean or... I think it's a bunch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like really, sort of whatever you're feeling at the time. Like, personally, I put in, like, red kidney beans and uh, and black beans. Yeah. So, to... I think we can all agree, though, green beans really aren't holding up their end of the... The, the, sp- well, the taste no. spectrum amongst the bean family. Like, that depends. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying they're bad. I'm just saying if you were to choose a bean, it wouldn't be a green bean. I think I disagree with that actually, because green beans, if you if you saute them properly with like 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 what 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 I usually go with like olive oil, uh, a little bit of like lots of salt, lots of pepper, um, tons actually, of lemon juice, and yeah. uh, tons of garlic. It just mm. that made me think to uh, what I can't remember the name of it now. The stuff you get in like sushi restaurants, the not gyoza, that's the dumplings. You know, Sorry. the little bowls of like green beans kind of things. I think they're like a. Oh, soybeans. No. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, what are they? What are those called? Oh, I, 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 I've come... I, what are those called? Fuck. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Not, man, I'm. The intro. Anyway, roll the fucking intro. I'm in pain. I'm in yeah. so much pain right now. So you're, you're, you've I'm got, invincible. Yeah. Fuck that hurts to raise, raise my arm that high. Finally mm. have all those, those G's. I have so much 5G coursing through my body right now. I fried my microwave when I walked past it. So <laughs> that sucks. Cause we only got it like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the government's going to have to surveil you through something. Right, true. You have to get yeah. a new microwave so that they can. And, well, no. Plus, a plus side now is I can now read digital clocks. <laughs> so, you know, bonus. But uh, yeah, my my body hurts. It's for a good cause, though. You know. Yeah. So that yeah, you seems. got your yeah you yeah. got your second shot. I got Just my second case. Uh, Moderna. Shot. Yeah, in case fucking Moderna no gang. Let's go. Or rather, if anyone hasn't clued in yet as to what kind of joke we're making. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Unfortunately. We're missing yeah. a member tonight. Yeah, it's just like the old days when it was just yeah. you and me. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. What was that? That was a motorbike going by. Hopefully, oh, I didn't wow. pick it up on Discord or on Spotify. Well, no, who not knows? Spotify. What is this called? Streamlabs. Jesus God. Christ! Wow, this nice. is a rough start. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this we'll is a really there. bad fine. start. It's fine. I wouldn't worry too much about it's, it. Yeah, it's fine. It's not like there's a lot of Destiny news or anything. You know, well, it's not like this is going to be a big episode. Yeah, no, that's... A, oh, wait, hold on. Why, why, why did I... Why don't I bring up the uh, twab here? I'm sure it's, like, really light with everything that's been going on. Yeah. And I just... I'm, I'm really hoping that... It, oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, actually, are you ready for this? I feel <laughs> like I haven't, so like... It's so girthy. 
I'm ready. Have, I think. I, oh, that I took kinda, a lot of energy to say that. <laughs> I I knew there was a lot. Yeah. But I st- like just like five minutes before the podcast started, I just mentally kind of forgot and <laughs> just checked out. Yeah. Now I'm in like a lazy mood. Okay. Wake right. up. Wake the f- wake the fuck up. Uh, wake so me wh- wh- up. wake me up inside. So we're obviously not going to read it like uh, we would read every single per word diem. because that's a lot. That the- I don't think that's the right word, is it? What what did you say? Per diem. <laughs> per- not it at all. Per diem? No, <laughs> it's not right at all. What? What am I what trying mean- to say? I think you mean. Uh, my brain wanted to say add momentum, so I'm just as dumb as you are. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, what is that expression? <laughs> We're ad, not gonna ad, read ad, it. Ad nauseum? Maybe that's it. Ad nauseum uh, is, is like where it's like, ugh, it's just like getting exhausting after a while. Anyways, um, how was your week? Uh, we gotta get this on track. Okay, we have our, our usual <laughs> our usual podcast schedule. So yeah. let's let's go with that and hopefully that will that will give us an anchor. <laughs> Right. To start off of. Let's hope so. Either that or we're going to sink along with that anchor. <laughs> That's how so, anchors are supposed to work, though. Yeah, never sink. Cool. How's your week? <laughs> well, funny enough, I got a tramp stamp that says uh, never sink. Uh-huh. With, a, with a piece of styrofoam. I regret <laughs> it. Uh, no, fuck, how was my week, honestly? Uh, fine. Fine, I guess. Yeah. I, I've haven't played any destiny really haven't been playing any iron banner i played three matches before we hopped on here uh-huh. got handily beat uh-huh. um through throughout all of it uh, we've, we've been playing some see some more see of these which has been so much fun but yes yeah my mind is working at like half capacity right now just because i'm i'm in pain and things uh-huh. hurt um but yeah that's about it um oh yeah actually my my uh my friend, it was it was her birthday on Saturday, no, Friday, uh, on Friday, and uh, a bunch of us got together, well, not a bunch, but like a, like about 10 of us got together at her house to celebrate it, and it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it had been such a long time since we had all sat down in the same place and talked, because there were so many different conversations of varying qualities yeah. <laughs> being fired back and forth. At one point, I managed to get, actually, here's a question for you, Newt. Uh, uh-huh. This is the question that spurred a 10-minute discussion on piss at the dinner table. Yep. Would you rather piss as you normally can, like nothing would change about the way you urinate, yep. or would you rather let it all go in one shotgun blast, like in, in an instant, poof, just it's 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 out. Uh, shotgun blast, obviously. I see you're a smart man. Yeah, you're a smart man. <laughs> I got ripped to shreds at the dinner table for bringing that one up. <laughs> Why? You're sa- you're saving time. Every single yeah. time you go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Men use a urinal, so there's something in front. Like, the only time I can see it being it's an a, issue... There's a, a splash is, guard, yeah. Well, the only time I can see it being an issue is if you're peeing into a toilet and you're standing mm-hmm. up. So you yeah. you kind of got to make sure you aim it correctly. Correct, yeah. But, also, the benefit is a, a, a self-defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. That's true. <laughs> like, the fact that... That that would be a, a huge. Well, actually, just pissing on anyone would it would be a big deterrent, <laughs> regardless of what no, fashion no, being, it comes out in. Notice being your fault. You're being followed home, and I just turn around, drop trout, and just start pissing to the wind. Yep. 
Come here! <laughs> that probably work. Oh, yeah, so, shotgun blast. Save shotgun time. blast, yeah, absolutely. Save time. Yeah. Um, so that so was that, your week. <laughs> that was my week. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, what about you? How was, how was your week, buddy? I was pretty good. Um, pretty standard, work-wise, life-wise, <laughs> gaming-wise, again, like you. I have not touched Destiny um, at all. Played a bunch of Sea of Thieves, going for that pirate legend, and nice. you and I hopped into a little bit of Lord of the Rings Online. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck, how did I? How did I forget about that? Yeah. Wow. And you, uh, much like Destiny, put it off as long as possible, and mm-hmm. then found out that mm-hmm. you enjoy it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, as it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a fucking cluster fustle because oh god, because we. <laughs> how good yeah, is that word? First of all, <laughs> cluster fustle. It was bad. <laughs> um, oh, what was I think? I thought of the other day a fun one to use would be like, you know how people say "oh fudgical" to avoid saying "oh fuck." Sure. So, so instead, just actually, like, oh, one f- of our one of, one of our clients gave me a fudgical on one of the really hot days. It was uh-huh. nice. Yeah, nice. Anyway, um, I was thinking of saying "oh fucksical," just for yeah. the you know the irony of the fact that, anyways. Um, but yeah, it was a cluster fudgical because <laughs> it was a cluster fudgical. Because uh, for the first 10 levels or so, you can't join up with each other. You have to mm-hmm. do like your own solo stuff. Yeah. But then, for some reason, my prologue, as it's called, took like twice as long as yours. Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, apparently, like the race of man just gets a fast track. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> whereas elves take longer. I well, uh, oh, I wonder head. if maybe because I was running a high elf. Time just seemed to stretch out. <laughs> <laughs> but no actually because i remember that was for the average elf elf as well average i don't know elf. Mm-hmm. average elf um but yeah that was a lot of fun we didn't have a lot of time to play together in it because by the time we met up it was like bedtime <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> but now we're together and we can uh go right off into middle earth yeah, no, it was it was actually a lot of fun. Um, I I never thought I'd get into like that kind of MMO, the classic gameplay. Like, yeah, fingers on the number on the on the number keys. That took some getting used to. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely weird. Very different. Like, yeah, so we'll see. Um, I'm still enjoying it for now, yeah. but I could definitely see it as one that I play pretty intensely for a short amount of time and then just drop. I'm just yeah, we'll see. Though. Yeah, it's free. It, so. Yeah, I find this one. It was definitely one that I like. I played a shit ton of, and then I would like take a break for a couple months, and then I'd mm-hmm. go back and play a bunch more. Because like you just like for me, it's less the gameplay and more I'm in the mood to be in that world. Yes, of, of Tolkien. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why no. I, I I can absolutely agree with that. Um, other than that, nothing too exciting. Yeah. I've got nothing. my shot coming up tomorrow, which is exciting. My second. Oh one. yeah, yeah. You might be down for Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Maybe I can't be. So <laughs> <laughs> can can you not? <laughs> no, no. no. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, basically, what you should do is you should just get the shot, then immediately go home and fall asleep. Like, yeah, that's I think so. That's probably yeah. the plan. <laughs> also, hello, rookie monster in chat. Hey, what's up, rookie? How you doing, buddy? Um. Okay. Is that it? Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we get into the TWAP? I don't know. Do we? Like, I, I can't really think of anything. Um, oh, should we mention 
uh, we had a pretty successful first stream of Nerds of the North. Yeah, um, didn't we? Didn't we talk about that last time? Yeah, I think we mentioned. Cause didn't we do ADP first? I can't remember honestly. I don't remember. You're right. Maybe or maybe you're right, but that was a good time. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think yeah. We, we've got something good on our hands. Yeah, and I've already, I've already got somebody not lined up, but like ready to go for whenever we want to bring a guest on. So yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, dive in. Done? Yeah. Can you can you take the the brunt of this? Because I'm just I'm pain. Yes. <laughs> I'm pain. So for anyone who's not aware, it's it's big. There's a lot going yeah. on, like a ridiculous amount. Um, so let's just get right into it. So this week at Bungie, uh, we start shaking up the sandbox. Welcome to 12. We've got a lot to cover today, so I'm going to skip the small talk and get into it. Um, however, really quick, uh, Joe Blackburn um, tweeted out a couple things, um, some upcoming plans for Destiny 2 PvP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was, re- it was basically just like, hey, here's like what maps we're planning on yes. bringing back and introducing for the first time as well. Yeah, he was basically uh, assuaging any sort of uh, like um, like malcontent that that Bungie isn't paying attention to PvP and because and because they are. Yeah, yeah. It is a little worrying in in my opinion. Like I think this shows. Okay, yes, they are. Like they do How have. How dare you some give focus. your opinion? <laughs> they do have some focus on PvP. However. It's a little worrying that this focus that they've had is only going to result in like a couple maps coming out next season or whatever. Well, like, like not, yeah. like not, in the, not, not in the sense that like, oh, like Bungie's, you know, not putting enough focus or work into PvP. But rather, it's like, oh fuck, it. It's gonna be a slow process. <laughs> it's gonna be. It is gonna be a slow process. Yeah, but <laughs> if that's all think, they can accomplish right I, I, now. Well, because I think they want to focus on the, like the state of PvP itself rather than just yes. tossing new maps at the problem, which it's, is definitely what the upcoming segment is also yes. involved in. Is kind of trying to make the overall PvP experience more enjoyable, and then they can start giving in you know new maps exactly. and new experiences exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is going to be talking about um, ability, uh, or abilities in Destiny 2, and this is a pretty fucking big one. Um, separate melee actions. Um, so, <laughs> as soon as I read this, I thought, ah, yeah. Newt's going to be happy. Yeah, so <laughs> anybody who's regularly played Hunter knows the pain of jumping back they swear they're out of melee range going to throw their throwing knife and lunging forward like 50 feet into the enemy and having a <laughs> cursed thrall explode yeah i was gonna say hello <laughs> coast thrall give me a hug yeah like <laughs> i swear like the melee range when you're jumping backwards away from an exploding enemy is far bigger than any other time <laughs> true <laughs> um so, starting next season, you'll be able to bind your charge melee attack and your uncharged melee attack to separate inputs. Um, this is an opt-in feature, and these new actions will be unbound by default. When you mm-hmm. go to customize your controls, you'll see the following new entries. Auto melee is the new name for the melee action that you're used to, your typical melee. Charge melee is a new action that will always activate your charge melee ability upon button press. 
Uh, Makes sense. Regardless of whether an enemy is in lunge range. Yeah, um, which... So wh- does it spend that melee charge or no? Yes. Okay. Pressing the input when your melee ability is not fully charged will perform no action and cause the melee ability icon to flash red, similar to how the grenade ability works. Right. Um, <clears throat> uncharged melee is a new action that will always activate your uncharged melee, even when your charged melee ability is fully charged. Right. Oh, sorry. Um, auto melee is... I think this is what I said. The melee action that you're used to is context sensitive. So okay. it's the one that you have right now. So mm-hmm. there's auto melee, which is what we already have. Charge melee, which is your throwing knife for hunters. And then uncharged melee okay. is just your stab. Right, that makes sense. Um, just a couple of quick things to note. Melee attacks trigger as soon as the button is pressed, not when it's released. It would have been cool, though, if you could have like held your throwing knife. Yeah. How Oh man, how cool would that be if you could like like obviously you wouldn't be able to like run around or anything. Mm-hmm. But you could just like walk and you could just have your like not even the full animation but just like pull your knife out and like hold it back and, and then, then throw it like, similar throw to how it. a bow works basically, right? That's what yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess so. That would be cool, but uh, it's not the end of the world that mm-hmm. that is not. It's not how it works. Um Melee attacks don't wait to see. Don't wait to see if you're still still holding the button before starting. This means you can't set any of the melee actions to a long press or double press input. Um, game controllers have a limited number of inputs, so you may need to get creative with how you map your controls. Um, if you assign charge melee and uncharged melee to the same input, it will always prioritize the charge melee, uh, which is the opposite behavior of the auto melee action, which is the one that we currently have. Mm-hmm. Um, they give, they tell you how to find it in your layouts, but I'm sure you're all smart enough to figure that out. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, long-term ability plans. Last season, uh, Kevin Gaines laid out our vision for how we see subclass abilities fitting into Destiny 2 moving forward. Our philosophy for ability design is that abilities should complement the core combat of Destiny, but not dominate it. It should enhance the gunplay, but not replace it. Yes, and I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. The changes we're introducing in Season 15 will help set the stage for those larger systemic ability changes. Uh, and then in coming seasons, we'll be focusing on adjusting how often abilities can be used in a Crucible specifically. Um, which, again, is like there's a sign that they are focusing on Crucible, mm-hmm. and they're even <gasps> gasp considering separating <laughs> the sandboxes in it a little bit further than they already have just goodness you know, me how perks and stuff work um for season 15 we've prepared a slew of ch- balance changes to raise up underperformance subclasses and tone down overperforming stasis freeze um the goal of these changes is to make being frozen less frustrating uh, previously, players who were frozen in the air had to wait until they hit the ground to start the process of breaking out. Uh, additionally, we've shortened the window of vulnerability between breaking out of the stasis encasement and getting back to weapon ready so you can fight back. So, frozen players can now initiate breakout while airborne, shorten breakout animation, and camera transition. This means that once you decide to break out, you'll, you'll be able to fight back sooner, which I think is nice because that's saying, so that's saying like, you're in the third person, and mm-hmm. once you start the breakout, it puts you in the first person quicker yes um differentiated long freeze and short freeze visual tre- treatment to make each status easier to identify um 
I'm sure I'll never learn the difference between the two and always just mash the button <laughs> as soon as possible. Basically, that's that's. I mean, it's either that or I just give up. I'm like, eh, yeah, <laughs> I'm about to die. Yeah. I don't really care. Uh, so this is the big one. This is the one that has everybody pretty upset. Or, well, not everybody. This has... A, a fair the, amount of people, I would say, The community divi- yeah. is devised? Yeah, I've seen Divided. some... I've seen some pretty negative reactions to this. And, like, to be completely yeah. honest, I don't think it's warranted. Yeah. But. So, the goal of the slide change... Did I say that's what this is for? It's for sliding. (laughs) Um, The goal of this change is to slightly reduce the effectiveness of sliding into engagements to gain the upper hand. Even after the shotgun changes we made last season, sliding into every engagement with a shotgun or any weapon is still incredibly effective, and run-and-gun playstyles are very low risk. Return to monkey. (laughs) This is a change that looks scarier on paper than it feels in practice, in our Mm -hmm. opinion, and we'll continue to monitor how it plays out. So don't freak out even if you don't agree with the changes yeah exactly maybe just wait um while sliding players now incur the following weapon penalties minus 20 stability plus 15 percent shotgun pellet spread and 1.5 times flinch um i feel like that's pretty okay in my opinion it's it's fine honestly like the stability i absolutely agree with yeah, because like, the only time, because I know like a lot of people, I think the biggest one if it affects is shotguns, because it, it, no matter absolutely. what, it yeah. always affects the shotgun. But mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, that sucks, because I do like the 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 slide out with a sniper and, and take a sniper shot. Yeah, but... And I was like, oh, that's going to get nerfed. But actually, when you think about it, usually in 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 when you're doing that with a sniper, like... These don't affect you until after you've taken that first shot. Mm-hmm. At which point, you would probably be switching to your primary anyways. So, like, you don't actually really get affected by this unless you, like, slide out and try to fire a bunch of times with your sniper rifle. But most people don't do that. Right. Um, so, I think it really mostly affects, well, kind of everything except for snipers. <laughs> and maybe, like... Fusion yeah. rifles. I mean, I can see the launchers, I can see I the spread being. Uh, I can see the spread affecting the fusion rifles, but I mean, it's just. Well, that's that's only shotguns. The pellet spread is only for shotguns. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like most most of the time, the reason like people do often slide into battles with like a hand cannon out mm-hmm. or whatever, and that is going to be affected by this. But I think most secondaries or whatever it's called now specials like snipers shotguns and rifles, such, yeah, yeah. grenade launchers all of those aren't going to affect be affected too much because usually the way that works is you slide in fire your special and then swap to your primary to finish off mm-hmm. i'm um, just trying to think like i don't think i like not to make it all about me but like i don't think i ever slide into engagements like ever oh no oh i do all the time like <laughs> if i if i if i'm rounding a corner no i've just i've never brought that to my repertoire yeah well, I'm trying it now, um, so. Uh, yeah, I do it almost every time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I it do it does suck, in that, I do really like the sliding chaperone build. Oh yeah. It's gonna be affected by it. Oh, actually, guess... no, it won't because it's only fifty percent shotgun pellet spread, like which doesn't affect precision frames. I don't think because right. they don't have a pellet spread; they fire a slug. 
Correct. Oh, fuck. Yes. This is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So my my chappy build will still work. Um, okay. So that's the biggest one. We're pretty okay with it, but you're going to hear a lot of different opinions from that. Yep. Out there on the Twitterverse and whatever. So yeah, Twitter. just be aware of that. This is really, this is, there's some really awesome changes to the barricades in here that, that we're about to read through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the, the barricades are sick. Yeah. I'm actually so, really stoked about that because I haven't used a rally barricade in years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> rally barricade. This variant doesn't see much use, so we've made some changes to make it more viable. It retains the same reload speed benefits as before while adding some other buffs. It also now provides plus 30 stability, plus nice. 10% range, mm. and minus 50% flinch, which is a lot. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. Um, A couple other really good good things. So players moving at high velocity now take more damage when moving <laughs> through a hostile titan barricade. I just, may I just, that sentence is just so good. Players yeah. moving at high velocity. <laughs> like, I love that. It's so funny to me. Because, um, yeah, people used to just, like, like... Hunters would just jump through, or warlocks mm-hmm. would dash through, and they wouldn't take that much damage. Yeah. So now that's fixed. But also, this is probably the biggest one, I think. Barricades now slightly protrude into the ground to better protect the Titan's feet yes. on uneven ground. Very happy with instances that. instances where explosions and projectiles are able to sneak through the bottom of the barricade and hit the Titan. So, like, I'm assuming this is going to fix the issue when the Boomer Knights launch their grenades at the barricade and then it just hits you through it <laughs> yeah i would hope so I, that's what i'm hoping like explosions and projectiles i would i would assume that falls under explosions because that's always a fucking pain mm-hmm. um behemoth i'm just gonna read the the um I'll, I'll read some bullet points from this one yeah for sure um we believe we overdid the movement speed nerf to Behemoth last season, which oh, yeah, we should well, Shiver Strike. We should probably go in and say, like, like the next things that we're talking about here are um, uh, supers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we overdid the movement speed nerf to Behemoth last season, which hurt the viability of Shiver Strike, especially during the Glacial Quake super. We've increased the movement speed to make this feel better. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I th- it definitely was busted, but I think they did. They, it, they, ne- they, they, kneecapped, they kneecapped it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which they knew because, like, every stasis subclass was f- fucking busted. So well, they were exactly. like, oh, yeah. dial that back. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're also fixing a bug where the Whisper of Rhyme over Shield wasn't properly scaling precision damage, causing it to be significantly beefier than intended, which primarily impacted Tectonic Harvest Behemoths. I don't know. That all means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Cryoclasm. While equipped. While equipped, base slide now shatters crystals and frozen enemies. Increased duration of screen effects notifying players that Cryoclasm long slide is ready from 1 seconds to 4.5 seconds. Shiver Strike increased movement speed by 25%. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that, that I'm happy about. Yeah. Fix the bug where the overshield provided. I just read that. Mm-hmm. Um, middle Tree Sunbreaker. I like this. Increased time before hammer explodes after hitting the ground from 6.5 to yeah. 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just silly to not be able to get your hammer back. I agree. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's That's it's, one of those uh, things where the fun needs to outweigh the balance. <laughs> it's so emasculating when you when you throw your hammer and it misses and then you see it explode doing zero damage in the distance. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Now um, I have to wait to throw my hammer. Again. Yeah. 
Uh, increased damage versus powerful PvE combatants by 50%. That's also for throwing hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, top and bottom tree striker. Fist of Havoc. Increased slam detonation radius by 14%. Reduced slam damage falloff. Reduced slam attack activation cost from 21% to 18%. Pretty cool. So these are all things that like they adjusted before and now they're kind of they're finding the middle ground between broken and useless, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> middle Tree Striker, um, Inertia Override, increased duration from 4 to 6 seconds, and Sliding Over an Ammo Brick now grants 20% melee energy. Ooh! Yeah! That's that's a change I didn't see coming, but I'm happy to is, see it. Is that That's the one where you, you jump up and, and launch down, right? Yes. The Fist that's Inertia fist Override? Of habit, yes, it right? is. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck, dude, that's good. That's middle tree. Yeah, because because I always loved the build of middle tree or uh, fist of havoc with insurmountable skull fort. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you find a group of enemies, ballistic is it called ballistic slam? Or yes, whatever? it is. Yeah, good memory. Ballistic slam them, and if you do that like four times, you get your super because it charges your super. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really work in PvP because the insurmountable the melee attack didn't one hit kill, so you didn't get your charge back with insurmountable skull fort. Right. But now you can kind of use the sliding over an ammo brick as a replacement for insurmountable skull fort, and you can go with um whatever the one is that buffs your melee. I can't remember what the what that Titan exotic is, but it makes it so that it is a one hit kill. Sorry, say say that, say that again. Which which exotic were you thinking of? I don't remember. I think it's a gaunt, it's gauntlets. That oh, it buffs your melee damage. Synthesis. So now, yes. So now you can get that one hit kill that gives you your your super energy, and then slide over a bunch of ammo bricks to get your melee back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, this one kind of sucks. So currently dropping a ward of dawn, um, on top of a boss is no brainer because it's so effective. So yeah, the actually... goal of this change is to reduce the breadth of encounters solved by Ward of Dawn. Uh, Ward of Dawn increased damage taken from bosses from 0.25 times to 7 times at zero resilience. Uh, damage taken can scale down to 0.25 times based on the owner's resilience stat. Yeah, okay. Um, do you have the 12 up by any chance? I do. Do you want to just... I just heard Gordon at the door. Do you want to just read through Revenant there? And I'll be right back. Yeah, once I get to it here. Hold on. Okay, uh, so you lied. <laughs> uh, it's not that I I didn't lie, necessarily. Um, Revenant. Last season, we reduced the radius of the silence freeze. Uh, that change has played out well, requiring the Revenant to be a more to be more precise with their silence throws. Even now, silence feels like the scary part of the super, and we want Squall to feel more dangerous. So they're buffing Squall. Uh, current... Uh, the squall, the squall storm is currently slow as hell, so you can just literally like walk away from here, like, hey, there it is, and just like kind of mosey on over into the other direction. Uh, with this speed change, they want players to prioritize locating, uh, relocating when they see an approaching squall. Additionally, squall will now stop when it touches a boss, which should make it better for single-target boss damage, which is kind of cool. But keep in mind that there is a known issue where the squall will not start moving again if the boss moves or dies. We hope to f- They're hoping to further improve this behavior in a future release. Uh, they hit uh, Withering Blade pretty hard as well in the last uh, in the last big stasis uh, nerf hammer that came down, so they're buffing it a little bit. So, um, 
Soundless and Squall is being incre- the increased Squall movement, speed by 20%, and Squall Storm now stops when it touches a boss. Withering Blade, they increase projectile speed and tracking by 10%, which I feel like is a is enough of a buff. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Silence and Squall change, too. Yes, it's going to be pretty cool to see it. Because annoying. Mm-hmm. When you drop it somewhere, and then it's like, I'm going over here now. Bye. Yeah, you're like, okay, I can walk away from this. This is no literally no threat to me. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Um... Okay, Middle Tree Gunslinger. We'd like to give hunters a larger window to defeat burning enemies and trigger playing with fire. As such, we're giving the knife trick timer a 25% buff, so increased burning duration from 3 seconds to 4 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't find it that hard to proc it, but I'll take it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Probably more in like high high level stuff, like in... um. Grandmasters and stuff is probably pretty hard too. Yes, yeah, that that would uh, make sense. This is a very good change. Top three gunslinger. Uh, we intentionally reduced the effective range several seasons to go to balance it against the bottom tree. Uh, this change was then unintentionally reverted at some point, uh, and then later de-reverted, which I don't think is a word. No, nope, but it, I, I, I don't it. think so. But no. <laughs> um, in any and it. So it felt really good when the range was buffed accidentally, and then they, they nerfed it again. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> uh, so we're extending the lethal range of this super a little to reduce how often it required two shots to kill in the Crucible. Uh, damage falloff now starts at 25 meters instead of 20 meters. Makes sense. Because, boy, Hardy, does it feel bad when you shoot boy someone Hardy. with a golden gun? <laughs> boy, 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 I don't know how- I said that. Boy, boy howdy. howdy. <laughs> Hardy boys just slowly came through. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, it felt real. It feels real bad to shoot someone with a golden gun and have them survive and have to hit them a second time. Like, yeah. well, it seems so bizarre. I think that, uh, that MP Edis video uh, described it just perfectly. Yeah. Where he hit two people with a shot each and they didn't die. He goes, <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks for the nerf, Bungie. <laughs> oh, his yeah, videos feels, are so good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it feels like garbage when that happens. Mm-hmm. No, um, it does. Arc Strider. Melee supers are sh- struggling a bit in today's sandbox. Uh, we've extended duration slam range to help alleviate some Arc Staff shortcomings, but we'll continue to evaluate super dynamics and search for a solution that doesn't cause power creep. Um, Arc Staff. Extended, extended passive super duration from 16 to 20 seconds. Increase heavy slam detonation radius from 5 meters to 6 meters. Increased damage versus PvE combatants by 33%. Top tree, uh, Deadly Reach. Increased duration from 8 to 10 seconds. Middle tree, Arc Strider, Lightning Weave. Dealing damage with Tempest Strike now triggers Lightning Weave. Timer can now be extended by dealing damage with any weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to check that out. I don't know exactly... I've never, like, I honestly, like, almost never play Arc Strider. I've, I've, I've the... played Arc Strider, like, maybe twice. Yeah, unless it's the the weekly burn or the daily burn. Yeah, in strikes, <laughs> but um, I honestly don't even know what this means. But dealing damage with tempest strike now triggers lightning weave. Sounds like it could be fun, like something to kind of build into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have to check that out. Uh, middle tree night stalker, um, reduced damage reduction during super from fifty two percent to forty seven percent, and reduced additional dr. Oh, damage. Wait. Damage reduction. Yeah, okay. Uh, reduced initial damage reduction when invisible from 5% to 3%. This is to uh, help it be less of a 
a, a boss DPS uh, subclass mm-hmm. and uh, makes it toned down a bit in Crucible, hopefully. Makes sense. Oh, my muscles are hurting. <laughs> okay, Warlock. Nobody cares about those, so we'll go ahead and just, <laughs> just um, blast right past that shit. Uh, I'm going to try to speed it up a little bit, though, because this is so fucking long. There's so much, um, yeah. So, Winter's Wrath, uh, under Shadebinder, Winter's Wrath, reduce Shatter Pulse damage versus close-range supers. Warlock must now freeze and shatter twice to defeat players in Burning Maul. Fists of Havoc, Sentinel Shield, Nova Warp, Arc Staff, and Spectral Blades. Um, Glacial Quake still only requires one shatter to defeat. Top tier Dawn Blade is straight up dominant in PvP, so we're taking some measures to make it slightly less so. Celestial <laughs> Fire will now take a little more accuracy to get full. Okay, um, I can just read these. You're like, ah, right. <laughs> Celestial Fire, reduced tracking cone angle, arming shape, proximity detonation now shrinks over time. I don't know what that means. Uh, reduced detonation size by one meter, damage fall off increased at short distances. Icarus Dash. Now provides one air dodge every four seconds, while under the effects of heat rises, increased to do increased to two dodges every five seconds. Okay. So expect people to spec a little bit more into discipline mm-hmm. when they're running uh, their warlocks. I can see it. Heat rises increased duration from ten to fifteen seconds, uh, which is good because then that helps with the. Nerf to the Icarus dash. Mm-hmm. Uh, increased time extension re- awarded for air kills while heat rises is active. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. The extension duration differs based on the type of enemy killed. Your location now appears on enemy radar when using heat rises. Okay. Makes sense. The... Did it not before? Uh, apparently not, no. <laughs> Very confusing. Okay. Military Dawnblade. Uh, dropping well on certain bosses is a no-brainer because it's so effective. So the goal of the change below is to reduce the breadth of encounters solved by Well of Radiance. Um, we'd also like to make it more effective in Crucible. We still have more survivability. You will still have more survivability while in the well, and you won't be able to be frozen or slowed by stasis users. Yeah. That's really good. That was mm-hmm. always a really dumb thing. And honestly, that just plays into the whole like stasis versus solar thing for me anyway. Yeah, I, like like you straight up can't be frozen if you're sitting inside of a well. That I mean, that's smart yeah. to me. I like that. A solar, a well of sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a flame, basically. <laughs> this is a kind of interesting. The well sword can be frozen and shattered. Yeah, but it takes multiple freezes and shatters before being destroyed. So Makes sense. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well of radiance, increased damage taken from bosses by point two five percent. Sorry, point two five times to one point five times at zero resilience, and then like the bubble. Damage taken can scale down to 0.25 times based on the resilience stat. Mm-hmm. Um, note, this refers to the Well of Radiance itself and not players inside the well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm playing Iron what, Banner. What? I'm, just, I'm just playing Iron Banner right now, and, and there's somebody on the enemy team literally called I Cheat in all. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> in all lowercase. Anyway, just thought uh, I'd share that. Increased damage resistance buff versus enemy players from 20% to 40%. Uh, now immune to stasis, freeze, and slow, and sword can be frozen and shattered. Mm-hmm. Guiding flame, increased duration from 7 to 10 seconds, increased damage buff from 20% to 25%. Bottom tree has felt a little lackluster, so there's some. There's actually some pretty cool changes in here. Phoenix dive, reduced delay before dive starts, which is great. 
but also can now input a direction to dive in that direction. Yeah. Which is sweet. Kind of like um, Shadow Dive a bit. Exactly, yeah. Um, igniting touch, ability rework, solar ability kills and kills on burning targets now cause the targets to explode and burn other nearby enemies, who will also explode if they die while burning. That yeah. will be a mm-hmm. great build mm-hmm. with Warmind Cells. Yeah, well, until they nerf Warmind Cells next season. Yes, <laughs> but still, if you're getting a bunch, a, bun- a bunch of solar mm-hmm. splash kills, you're gonna have a fuck ton of warmind cells. Yeah, kind of. I'm really, nerf. I'm really excited to see where all this actually goes. Yeah. Uh, middle tree stormcaller, chaos reach, increase beam environment collision size to better match collision mm. size with damage size. Yeah. Reduce beam damage radius in PvP by twenty percent, and reduce beam endpoint sphere radius in PvP by thirty three percent. This is one thing that I'm. Yep. Yep fucking claps all around <laughs> fucking i really hope this fixes the issues yeah it's just so annoying when you're like five feet behind a wall and get killed mm-hmm. by it yeah so um, let's see how let's see how all that goes yeah bottom tree storm caller arc soul increased duration from 12 to 13 seconds increased fire rate by 10 percent electrostatic surge now increased sprint speed when allies are near Landfall now fires five arc ground projectiles on cast kind of cool yeah that uh, once again that'll add to the fantasy of just like yeah, like turret warlock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. I'd say uh, this is a really good one to uh, for Nova War or military Voidwalker. Um, Nova Warp increased damage versus PVE combatants by seventy three percent. No longer slows movement speed while charging slash charged. Now detonates on cast. Handheld supernova supernova. Increased damage versus PvE combatants by 100%. Increased hold time from 2.5 seconds to 3.2 seconds. So that's awesome. Because mm-hmm. that, that super got so nerfed. Nobody's been using it. And now it's it's going to be viable again. It's, I mean, it's yeah. 73% and a 100% buffed damage. It's really good to see. It's, yeah. yeah. <coughs> uh, handheld me. Supernova is, I think quite fun for a lot of people as well so exactly it's nice to see. yeah um whew. okay how you doing there newt <laughs> my throat is getting sore oh yeah to be honest <laughs> um improving the powering up stasis experience um so starting in season 15 our darkness guide on europa the extra stranger will now reveal more information on how to complete the task required for earning more stasis power Guardians who have finished the Beyond Light campaign and visit the Extra Stranger on Europa will see the entire path for unlocking aspects and fragments. Mm-hmm. Additionally, many of the pre-requirements for obtaining and completing the Born in Darkness quest chain will be reduced or removed. Previously, Guardians needed to complete several quest chains and unlock Salvation Script before Stasis would grant them additional power. Oh, thank God. Yeah, it was such <laughs> oh, a God. slog to get through. Yeah, it was too much. It was way too much. Oh, I agree. And it was so, so unfriendly to new players. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians that completed the Beyond Light campaign will have immediate access to the Born in Darkness quest chain from the Exo Stranger on Europa. The Exo Stranger also reveals every unknown fragment, regardless of regression through the Born in quest in Darkness questline, giving a preview of the many powers to unlock. Um, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um. So, at the moment, 
<coughs> Pardon me. Yeah, you're good. Or, sorry, specifically, actually. This year marks our 7th anniversary of the Gauntlet Tabletop Fundraiser. On Sunday, August 15th, which is next week. Yes. Yes. A week from us streaming this today. Yes. Um, Team Bungie will compete in a tournament against 20 other local gaming studios and tabletop aficionados to raise funds for Young Women Empowered, um, which is a Seattle area nonprofit uh, whose mission is to cultivate the power of diverse young women to be creative leaders and courageous change makers through transformative programs within a collaborative community of belonging. Hell yeah. Um, man, there's a lot of like. There's a lot of words in there. Intense, intense words in there. Yeah. I, right near the end there, I was like, fuck, hold on to it. Keep going, keep going. You almost got it. <laughs> um, your donations will help them fund uh, Why We Dream uh, program. Sorry, I bumped my mic. Uh, program that helps remove barriers for youth, such as fixing the car they need to get to school, buying books for their education, helping them get a license to start their own business. Cool. Um, through the TWAB, you can find the donation page. To commit your support before or on August 15th at 11.59 PT. And anyone who donates 25 bucks in a single donation, in a single donation. Gets a cool emblem. To Yeah, to yeah. our team page will receive an, an emblem. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh my god. You good? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Um, okay, there's a couple quick things left about... um kind of like the bug log but also just some heads up so the display name this is about crossplay and bungee names mm-hmm. the display name of the first platform that players log in with to log in with to play destiny 2 mm-hmm. beginning at 10 a.m pdt on august 24th will become the player's bungee name which kind of answers one of the questions i was wondering about yes about yeah we, we, had, we had a question about that last episode i think yeah platform by day numbers non-centered characters and symbols will be removed if a name violates our code of conduct, it will be changed to Guardian. Name changes won't be available until a later update. Uh, for Steam players, your Steam profile name, not your Steam account name, will become your Bungie name. So yeah, that's cool. So mine would just be Colossus. Yeah. Mine would As opposed to just dox be, myself. Uh, Newt, Newt. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it actually was. <laughs> I think I think it's cool that they took the uh, like your your Steam name. Oh god, no! What is it like? Uh, what was how do they, how do they describe it? Like your Steam name instead of your uh, oh your your profile name. Not yeah, your name. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Sorry, got distracted. No, you're good. Okay, there's some other stuff here. You can go find it because I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There is a pretty cute drawing of myth rats. <laughs> myth rats. I love it. I, I oh my god. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, that's it, I guess. That's a big twab. Yeah, so a lot in there. What was your like favorite thing in that twab? It's <laughs> a great question, honestly. Um While you think about it, I'll give you mine. Yeah, please do. Uh the difference between Charged melee and uncharged melee. Oh, clearly, yeah. No, that makes sense. Because <laughs> uh, you've been, you've been. That's like oh, been God. one of your main complaints for such Pet a long peeves. time now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pet peeves. Yeah, that's better. Um, probably one of my favorite things. Actually, it's 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 small, but it's the crossplay names thing. Uh, yeah. 
for Steam players, your Steam profile name, not your Steam account name, will become your Bungie name. So that gives people to, to change it ahead of time, uh, as opposed to being locked into what they've got. Because my Steam name, it's pretty f- stupid, honestly. Um, <laughs> Mine is actually awesome. <laughs> But it sucks that I don't ever want to share it with anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Um, the changes to... Because I, I, I never like pe- to see people's favorite super be nerfed, because that's not fun for the person whose favorite super it is. But... Middle Tree Stormcaller. Get wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Get fucking wrecked. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I think... Also, something else I'll throw out there is the um, the barricade extending down through the ground a bit. Yes. I just love it when when, when teams come up with fixes like that are so simple but it like it works like yeah no i agree they could be like oh man like you know they could try to figure out like how to make sure that the barricade like always drops to the lowest point of the ground so that you know yada yada Mm -hmm. yada or it's just like no just make it go down more no i agree (laughs) yeah it's just like just extend it a bit and it's perfect such as yeah, such a simple fix, and it, it fixes the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, well, because sometimes so the good. most simple fixes are the best ones. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh. <coughs> Whew. That's some good water. Yeah, I need a, a a palate cleanser after that. I got you, boy. You want to hear about some? You want to hear about some lore? Ooh. I gotta go. Eh, yep, I get that. <laughs> I get that reaction a lot. Uh. No, <laughs> now I'm actually because I've been like trying my best to keep up with what's been going on with uh, Mylan's videos and everything like that. Uh, and there's a giant discussion going on right now whether or not Shayura is the same as Shin Malfur. And basically, what I wanted to do today is I wanted to give you a basic uh, rundown on who Shayura actually is. Uh, most of you have probably heard the name Shin Malfur before, the man with the golden gun. Um, his tale is a very, very classic one of like good versus evil and the, the man with the golden gun hunting down guardians that uh, were tempted by the darkness. That's the most broad, like, milk toast <laughs> expression I could ever give to anything. Um, it's so much more than that. So if you want to know more, please go and look up Shin Malfur because it is honestly one of the best um, uh, stories in the entire Destiny universe. And it actually gives me, it reminds me a lot of uh, Stephen King's The Gunslinger book. Uh, the the gunslinger opens up with the uh, the the line the man in black fled across the the desert and the gunslinger followed. It's like ooh, so that cool. does sound a lot like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Shoyura is a character that's actually shown up relatively recently in the lore, and I'm just gonna read from Destinypedia here. So Shoyura is a guardian who participated in a mission to Old Chicago, Old Chicago, in pursuit of an unknown entity. They were one of the few survivors. She was one of the few survivors of the mission, alongside Aisha Reed and Reed. Uh, sorry, alongside Aisha and Reed Seven. While being briefed about the mission, Shayura noted that in all of their studies of the enemies of the light, they had never read about anything like the creature which had hunted them. We still don't know what that creature is. During the Red War, when Gaul caged the Traveler's Light, Shayura and her fire team uh, were cur- uh, were and her fire team. Oh, that's a typo. Shayura and her fire team were currently hunting an unknown creature in the catacombs of Old Chicago. Later, she was stationed on Titan and faced the hive there. Shayura fought a knight that continuously resurrected itself, presumably Takul Dar, which is a, a like a death ritual knight that we actually fought on Titan. Her herself being lightless, this experience left her. It, sorry, hmm. is that the one 
that was fighting with uh, Misrax? Um, I don't Do think so. The mission where you choose between the yes. two. Yes. No. Okay. Uh, no, it's called. It, uh, it's a major knight found in the adventure Deathless. During the repair of the rig, many of Sloane's crew had problems with this knight, and as a result, Sloane sends in the Guardian to deal with him. Despite Tuckledar's shielding and self-resurrection, he is eventually slain by the Guardian. So, gotcha. Yeah. But herself, yeah. So herself being lightless, Shayura, this experience left her deeply, deeply traumatized. Uh, during the Pyramid's arrival, Shayura became under heavy stress, mostly in relation to Deputy Commander Sloane's refusal to leave Titan and a fear of losing her light again. Consequently, she frequently came into conflict, conflict with her, fr- her friend Aisha. This came to a head when Shayura experienced a traumatic flashback during the Trials of Osiris when her and her team, fire team, were ju- uh, fighting in the Trials of Osiris, resulting her in repeatedly killing an opponent, Leitka. She took her Domblade and kept stabbing Leitka through the through the face over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. She became racked by guilt and began to question her worth as a guardian. This anxiety turned into conviction when the Reformation of the Traveler, with the Reformation of the Traveler, where she decided to hunt those who would turn away from the light. Now, does that sound familiar to you? She would soon have many targets, and as the use of stasis became more widespread, at a later point, she had seemingly caused multiple final deaths, and during a trials match with her fire team, she tried to do so again to an opponent who used stasis. She was, however, stopped by Aisha, who was using stasis as well. Shira was then imprisoned by the Vanguard. During the okay, uh, yeah, so during the endless night, uh, Shira apparently escaped containment. Disillusioned by the Vanguard's willingness to make peace with enemies, and seeing her old fireteam as traitors, she began to work alone, hunting anyone uh, she deemed an agent of the darkness. So, there is a lot to unpack there. So, Bungie is basically going into, uh, like, what Bungie's been really good at is they... um, they're good at representing this, the trials and tribulations that we go through as normal humans um, through a video game format. And what they've, like, what they, through this past season, there's been a lot, like, a lot of xenophobia and, like, the fear of others and how that can, how political figureheads can use that to play on, play on people's fears and use it as uh, leverage. But what they're going for here is post-traumatic stress, uh, especially do especially in soldiers, and but then of course they they, they have to put the space magic twist on everything. Um, and Shayura, it's tough to say whether or not she's the same as Shin Malfer or not. I don't think she is. I think she's she technically works for the Praxic Order, but. Eh, She's using that as an excuse, in my eyes, as a, as like a justification to put down anybody using stasis. Like she doesn't really give them a chance either, which can be shown in this lore tab that I'm going to read for you guys. Whereas Shin, he would actually listen to people talk, and he would actually come to a proper conclusion before he would try and kill somebody. Usually, anyway. And the funny thing is, um, Shin Malfer was only referenced in like a couple lore books, like within the first year of Destiny Two, and then he was mentioned again here. Um, but here you are. This is truly a beginning, Shin Malfer. This is the uh, the flavor text attached to the Shayura's Wrath submachine gun, which you can get from the Trials of Osiris. I don't know if it's any good. I don't play Trials. NS six six CE underscore log dash C forward slash forward slash Venus L two dash geosync 
A powerless warsat drifts lifelessly through the void of space, traversing the brilliant yellow-green silhouette of Venus. From the dimly lit cockpit of an NS-66 cloud-errant jump ship in geosynchronous orbit, Venus looks like an unblinking eye staring up from the dark of space, and the warsat an unwelcome grain of sand within it. A ghost reduced to little more than a bare sphere of metal, deprived of a shell, hovers in the corner of the cockpit, watching the warsat track its path across lonely Venus. Um, this submachine gun was also added in Season of the Splicer, just so you guys know. So it's recent. There are no sanctioned Vanguard operations on Venus at present, the ghost clarifies, pivoting his cold blue eye up to its guardian. Why do you think he's down there? The warlock Shira reclines against her seat, the old leather creaking. Her attention is not on her ghost, but rather the human skull sitting in the, in the middle of her command console. Its hollow eye sockets stare back at her. It hardly matters why he's there, Shaira indicates listlessly as she examines the skull's cheekbones. Her fingers graze the microfractures, an artifact of shotgun pellet impact. All that matters is we find him. Shaira's ghost looks away from her, fo uh, from her and focuses on Venus's soft glow in the dark. When will you be returning to Earth? he asks. Shaira doesn't vocalize a response, but instead blinks and reorients her glowing-eyed stare on the ghost. It beeps softly, reconsidering the question. Will you? The ghost still wonders. No, Shaira answers flatly. There's nothing to go back to. Everyone has either abandoned me or betrayed me. All I have left is the Traveler, and I do not need to be in the city to feel the light. As she says that, Shaira lifts her hand and calls up a rolling curtain of flame from her palm. Praxic fire guides me, Shaira says with the blaze reflecting in her eyes. NS66CE underscore log dash D forward slash forward slash Venus dash IS dash IA. You see? Still protected. Valuable. Hurrying up a shallow set of rubble-strewn steps, a short elixir bearing the crest of the House of Light pauses, gazing back at the chrome-armored guardian moving up the steps behind him. The elixir looks the guardian up and down, then motions to the stark silhouette of gray concrete block uh, of a gray concrete block building rising up from the Venusian uh, overgrowth. This ain't the academy proper, the guardian says on ascent, watching the hazy sky for signs of danger. Moisture clings in moisture clings in glistening beads to his reflective mask. His dark hood shields him from the rest of the elements. The hell was this place? The elixir tilts his head to the side, four eyes blinking independently from one another. Not human, don't know, but machine inside. Why aren't your people getting bringing it back? Don't you folks get promotions for finding a good salvage or something? The guardian asks, gesturing to the crumbling building. The elixir once again tilts his head, expression opaque. You listen to the spider's sneak words too eagerly. Come, we have a long walk to... The elixir's words are cut off, are garbled in a wet scream as he is perforated by a barrage of submachine gun fire. The guardian turns, cloak swirling behind him and hand cannon at the ready. But it isn't Vex or Fallen descending from the high cliffs. It's a guardian, in black and gold armor, gliding to the ground, smoke issuing from the muzzle of her SMG. Shayira's boots lightly touch the leaf-strewn plaza, her eyeless mask uh, fixed on the chrome-clad hunter. God, this is a long one. He wasn't a combatant, the hunter shouts. Shayira slowly approaches the guardian. Did you find him within the, he the hem of Aramis's skirt? Or did you swear yourself to the darkness after her passing? The hunter backs, up, backs away up the stairs, hand cannon trained on Shayira. He recognizes her armor for what it is, a reward of the trials. I know you, his voice quavers. You shouldn't be here. When did the vanguard let you out? They didn't. I let myself out since they were too busy opening the gates to our enemies, Shayira indicates, motioning with the barrel of her SMG to the dead Elixney. But you know why I'm here. 
I know you're a few rounds short of a full clip, the Guardian quicks back, making a flippant gesture with his hand cannon. In that moment of distraction, Shira shoots him six times in two short bursts. The Guardian collapses, his gun tumbling down the steps. A moment later, his ghost materializes. Shell flared in anger. What are you doing? We... Shira moves like a lightning bolt, materializing beside the ghost with an upward flourish of, uh, of a sword of raw praxic fire. The ghost loses... Yeah, my god, my mouth is not working. The ghost loses a howling scream of horror as he shatters in a, into a flurry of glittering pieces. Crumpled on the stairs, the hunter coughs, his throat damp with blood. Shira pulls her attention away from the shattered ghost, training her SMG down at the quarry. Traitor, she says in a shaky, gasping breath fueled by adrenaline. The hunter laughs, gagging on his own blood as he does. You're no better than the dredgen, he says, in pain, then even quieter. Or Malfur. I killed an ancient of the darkness, Shaira says, and the hunter has no rebuttal this time. He is still. Bile rises in the back of Shaira's throat. They come in many forms. Okay. So what do you think? I feel like I'm going to need a solid week. <laughs> Mm. form an opinion yep <laughs> it's a big one um but the hunter like we don't even know if he's technically like good or bad like he's working with the house of light but maybe he used he must have used stasis at some point but he tells yeah. her you're no better than the dredgen so probably referencing um either dredgen your or the drifter he yeah. says, then even quieter, or Malfur. So Shin Malfur isn't exactly seen as a hero by a lot of people. His ways were very um, fringe, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Dadaroth had a, a question in chat hmm. too. Didn't we hear Shin, Malfur, Shin Malfur's voice during the end of the Malfeasance mission? Is that true? We... I don't remember at all. Like at Didn't all. Shin Malfur. Yes, we did. He was talking. That was before he killed Callum. Uh, let me see here. It is. Yeah, that's a big like. I don't really think I can form an opinion on on because I haven't really looked into this whole Shira she Shira thing mm -hmm. until just now when you told me about it. Oh really? <laughs> so yeah, so. It's gonna. I think it's gonna take me a while to form an opinion on it. Um. Yes. So, Dadaroth, to answer a question, we did hear his. Uh, uh, we did hear his voice. He was telling Callum that he gave you a chance, gave all of you a chance. I told you not to follow him. Callum says, "You and I are the same. Sometimes we do the wrong things for the right reasons." Um. Yeah. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. First of all, that, well, she she seems to think that because of Aramis, mm -hmm. like, all fallen are pyramid spawn or whatever. No, like, she wasn't taught, no, she, no, she was um, accusing the Guardian of following Aramis. Not the fallen. He, but she, didn't she shoot down a fallen? Yep. Like, wasn't, did you say that's who she was with? Yes. Okay. Okay, I guess I'm kind of, like, pulling this from const context, but it, it kind of sounds like maybe she does think that. It's possible. Just... Yeah. That's actually a good point. Yeah, it is entirely possible that she is uh, taking Lakshmi's words to heart. 
Which I never yeah, really thought about. Because then she mentions that the letting the enemies into the city, which is obviously, you know, the fallen. That's a good point, part, yeah. Obviously, I would assume mm-hmm. so. Um, it seems like... I don't know if this is true, because like I said, I haven't really thought about it much. But from the like the very first thing that I kind of thought is the difference between Shin Malfur and Chiura mm-hmm. is it seems like Shin is hunting down more he's more focused on just like he was focused on hunting down putting a stop to the use of darkness. Yes, he was whereas yeah. If, and, like, this doesn't really make sense, but, like, just, like, emotionally it does. So, Shin was hunting the dark, or putting a stop to the darkness, where Shira is specifically hunting guardians. It seems like they it. use the darkness. Yeah. Like, it seems like a much more personal yeah. thing. Well, because... Sh- that being said, it could just be that the the writing team, not that they were bad before by any means, but no. now... A days like they've just like become so good at making every yes. single part of the lore so personal yes and that's that... definitely part of it because what i mentioned before of this of shin and dredge and yours uh relationship feeling like this old western like thing it's like clearly that the, the man with the golden gun is like the clint eastwood style good guy who shoots down the bad guy but even back then like shin Mal- sorry uh dredge and your never even fired a shot at shin before we put him down so it's it's it there is still like a very much like a gray area there on whether or not shin was doing the right thing but yeah shaira is going after anybody using stasis whereas shin was going after specifically the shadows who then became the shadows of yore through shin malfur not yeah through shin malfur using the uh the pseudonym dredgen veil uh to root out the shadows of yore and eventually lead leading him to dredgen yore himself yeah yeah no it's a whole thing so it's like it's i think it's just one more one more story on the pile of just because somebody uses the light doesn't mean they're good and also just because somebody uses the darkness doesn't mean they're bad it's it's a gray area yeah Mm -hmm. for sure it's really cool that's a good one really fucking cool i'm so happy that we're that mylan has been shining a lot of light on this because it yeah. does allow us to revisit all of these old these older stories and it's like really analyze it through the growth that we've had as a community. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think I'd do this much talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should probably start to wrap it up. Probably. We're just over an hour and I gotta start figuring out supper. Mm-hmm. So No, that's fair. Alright. That was a good one. I'd say so. Yeah. Um we can we can probably talk about it more. Uh, next week, honestly, because because next week, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll just like do some research, come back to it, and see how things uh how yes. things wrap up. Remind so me. yeah, <laughs> I will I'll do. I'll, I will do my best. <laughs> okay, um, cool. Where can people find you? Uh, you know, dying in my bed, <laughs> <laughs> constantly in pain. No, I don't like. I, I'm making it sound horrible. Get 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 your shots. Get your second shots, everybody. Let's let's. Let's put this thing in the ground. Nice voice crack. I'm 27. Nice yeah. fucking voice crack there, Cole. Man, let's put this thing in the ground and uh, 
move past this whole pandemic thing. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at ADP Colossus. You can also find me on Twitch at ADP Colossus. I've been trying to get better at streaming. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, Newt, where can people find you? Um, best way to do it would just be to look me up on Twitter at ADP Newt. The E is the three. But most importantly, um, look up another Destiny podcast, kind of just anywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, but it is specifically at Podcast Destiny mm-hmm. on Twitter. That's and the important one. Give us a follow. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it, right? That sounds about. That sounds like it's about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, play me I'm out. Into... Okay. Well, remember, you always have time for another Destiny podcast. Another Destiny podcast. Hey, I got it right. That was pretty good.